for club and you ain't in it full of psychopaths who believe in eugenics it's an evil club and you ain't in it full of psychopaths who believe in eugenics it's an evil club and you ain't in it all right welcome everybody this is the reality czar's podcast and i'm your only host today nate tony's at work and uh we have an awesome guest on today his name is dan smots he's the host of uh god damn it I'm going to really fuck up my uh, intro here. Do the it. system say, is down. Say system of a down, you motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> the system is down podcast. Uh, I've been a big fan of his. I've been following him for a few years. I'm really excited to have him on. Uh, this has been a long time coming because we have the exact opposite schedules. And uh, it's my birthday today. And so I have the fucking day off. And uh, so this is my birthday present. Thank you, Dan. It is my wedding, my 14th wedding anniversary today, so happy birthday, and I guess we'll celebrate as lonely nerds do uh, with our wives <laughs> wondering why we're fucking podcasting on our special days. Yep, my wife is next to me like, you fucking stupid <laughs> asshole. Uh, yep. <laughs> but, but yeah, thanks this, for having me, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely, brother. Do you want to tell people where they can find you? Yeah, you can find me, um, you can find links to everything at thesystemisdown.tv, and uh, Twitter is at TSIDpod, and yeah, you can just find everything through the main website, thesystemisdown.tv. Cool, man. I was listening to a little bit of your episode yesterday. Uh, I didn't make it, uh, or your last episode, I guess, one that I found mm-hmm. on my podcast podcatcher. I didn't make it through the whole two hours, but... You guys were talking about Afghanistan. You guys were talking about all kinds of shit. Um, so you're a conspiracy theorist, and so am I. I, I want to hear some wild shit, man. <laughs> or <laughs> okay. some stuff you think about. Like, uh, sure. Uh, what's something... Uh, let's just throw this out there. What's the craziest thing you think is real right now, could be real right now, and what is just interesting? So what are your th- top three? The craziest thing that I think could be real would be um, flat Earth. I, I do enjoy a good flat mm-hmm. Earth. Uh, like I know it's insane, and I know it's retarded, and all that. Also, what am I allowed to say or not say on here? Is there? Oh, any, say anything? whatever the fuck you okay. want. We talk about a gre- adrenochrome. We talk about what okay. I don't give a shit. We Perfect. Go hard. Okay. Uh, so yeah, I really enjoy the flat Earth stuff just because, like, I know several people who are like hardcore flat Earthers that have had people on my show and i've kind of became friends with one or two of them and uh the the like marty leads he's been on my show a handful of times and he is a flat earther but he digs into everything but um people just instantly jump to well you must be completely insane if you believe that and then you listen to his stuff and you listen to him digging into like uh numerology and scripture and like different religions and the way all these things tie together like the dude does his homework way more homework than anybody who's like well i saw a globe in school so obviously the earth is round or i saw (laughs) photos from nasa or i saw or i heard neil degrasse tyson say i'd be i'd be silly if i didn't believe it it's like okay well that doesn't really prove or disprove anything and i'm not saying i agree with marty or agree with some of these flat earthers but i find it fascinating uh some of the hmm so some of the research that they've done it's very compelling and um just 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 amazing that somebody can come to that conclusion and i i honestly have a hard time disproving it i'll I'll be completely honest (laughs) so it's a fun one to dig into and uh it's it's uh by a lot of people who are smarter than me and that's the thing with conspiracy theories or with anything um 
like I, I'm all about kind of humbling yourself and exploring these things with a, a humble mind and just exploring why other people come to different c- conclusions than you because everybody is like a, a collection of a million variables and a lot of people are smarter than you. A lot of people who believe really stupid things are smarter than you. So uh, listening to them and finding out why they believe what they believe is fun. Um, so you asked what what were the, the categories? Most crazy and what were the other what? two? Okay, one you totally think is true, uh, the one that you think that you might be true, and then one that's absolutely nuts. Maybe okay. maybe one that you flirt with in your head, but you have like you have no way of fucking ever proving. I, I don't know if there's any of them that I yeah. write off as completely nuts, to be honest. Yeah. Like, uh, so I, I guess that answers that one. Uh, none. If somebody gives me compelling evidence for anything, I'll I'm gonna follow you down that trail and see where it leads and i think more people need to do that but um the one that i think is uh, i'm like 95 to 99 percent sure is um a conspiracy theory if you will uh is uh, the moon landing i am pretty darn convinced that that is a load of shit and it's a fun one to dig into as well, in my opinion, because it's, it shouldn't be that controversial. Like people make it controversial and they make it like, oh, well, if you believe that uh, Donald Trump didn't win the election, then you probably don't believe man walked on the moon. And I'm like, well, uh, uh, one of those things I don't believe. Yes, you're correct. <laughs> like, um, I think it's less likely that man ma- walked on the moon than Donald Trump won or lost the election. I'm not sure which way I swing on that. But um, yeah, just... I don't know. Like the moon landing is fun for me because if it is true that there's this grand conspiracy theory, it's prime. Like it's not so it doesn't have to be something like huge and sinister. There doesn't have to be like this Illuminati shadow government. It could easily it could be something as simple as, well, our government was in the middle of a of a war that they weren't doing so hot in and they really needed a win. They really needed a morale boost. And so they were like this will make us look really good. It'll, uh, you know, pump up our people and show them, give them American spirit or whatever. So let's fake this moon landing. Cause JFK said that we would do it. And, uh, now we're going to do it at the end of his 10 years, because you know, we're all about and the ends of certain spans of time. JFK said by the, by the end of this 10 year span, we would be there. And then we went and, you know, Afghanistan will be out within 20 years. It's always like numbers with these people, but that one I, I do believe 100%, and uh, the last category was one that I I don't remember. Sorry. Can't prove. You can't, <laughs> can't prove, prove, but you think maybe true. Hmm. Can't prove. I mean, I can't prove. You might be on the crazier things. side. Yeah. I, okay. Um, can't prove, but think maybe true. I'm, I'll say, like, Sandy Hook stuff or... Um, how many platforms do you want me to get you banned from Sandy Hook stuff? Uh, Go hard, I would, buddy. I don't care. <laughs> I would say an argument could certainly be made that Pharisees run the world. And uh, I'll leave that one at that. And I think uh, there's a lot of, um, yeah, there's a lot of really controversial ones that people are afraid to touch on because they'll get you banned from platforms. But um, that doesn't make them any less true. And I think it, the fact that you're not allowed to talk about some of these things, it kind of, leads my brain towards going it's proud like what are you trying to hide i i understand that with sandy hook from there right yeah (laughs) with with things like sandy hook or stuff like that if people are going are legitimately going out and like threatening the families or whatever um that's wrong and i disagree with that but 
That but have you not... ever even heard of that shit? I mean, like, I mean, you hear about it, but like, right. I never, I never knew anyone that was like that. I never even seen people online talk like you know, talk like that. I only ever heard uh, people were threatening my life because of you right. know what I mean. So to me, it just sounds more like psyopy bullshit. It's more <laughs> right, yeah. And yeah. I, I have seen some videos, but it still kind of seems like psyopy bullshit of like. This like fat hillbilly couple going up to this couple or this this uh I don't know weeping mother at a grave site or something and like harassing them and stuff like that and like it seems that seems <laughs> crisis <fake>. actor <laughs> right that seems fake uh that that anybody would do that even if they did think that this was a you know a false flag or something like that um I mean but there I, are I also genuine wanna... giant pieces of shit out there. Yes, that's, that's what so I was going to say. It's possible. If 2020 <laughs> and 2021 have taught us anything, that it's that if people feel like they are right on something, whether they are or not, they're probably going to act like dicks and assholes about it. Um, and people go like they'll go around and scream in your face if you don't have a mask on. But we're like, uh, I don't think it's that far fetched that if somebody listened to Alex Jones for just a few weeks too long, they might go harass somebody at a gravesite and. Uh, I don't know. And if the entire thing was fake, which I'm not saying it is, um, why would these people be at gravesites? I don't know. Well, the whole thing is weird, right? I mean, like, I I mean, I'm not smart enough and I haven't done the research, but yes. I've heard people talk about it enough where, the, like, the whole town seems kind of manufactured. Like, the right. whole fucking town seems fucking, like, fishy. And then everyone that supposedly lives there, like, there's all kinds of just weird fucking shit man and yeah. like and the whole thing is like i don't think that so i mean maybe maybe the whole entire thing was fucking made up because like other people have talked about like going to the specific location where the school was supposed to be and mm -hmm. there was like just like industrial buildings and no and like no one there or something and like i don't know how deep you want to go with that shit <laughs> like how made up it was but yeah. i mean let's say that it wasn't made up like and like uh, there was an actual fucking shooting and all the terrible mm -hmm. things that happened. That still doesn't make it not a false flag, right? Like I don't people put can the die in a false flag. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, I've had um, what's his name? Uh, Wolfgang Halbig on the show. And that got me my first banning from YouTube. Just having him on to talk about that stuff, and um, he he's like, um, I don't remember exactly what his title is, but he basically wrote the manuals on how uh, security are supposed to deal with things like school shootings and stuff like that. So he's got a deep history in this stuff, and he's been calling them out for years since this happened, uh, just pointing out how things didn't add up. And I haven't dug into this theory in a while, but you're right about, like, um, there's multiple schools that have been, like, addresses that have been put out there, and one of the schools is, to my understanding, it was, like, dilapidated like had moss growing over it like it hadn't been using it like just a lot of shady shit and um yeah just some of the companies that were bringing in food and uh, i don't know I, I don't remember all the specifics but there's at the very least there's enough compelling evidence there to go what the hell does that mean and when you say that and people say you're not allowed to even ask that question not only that but uh they'll take legal action against you like they're doing with wolfgang halbig um like, like, what are you guys trying to hide? Why, why won't you answer questions? Why won't the school board or the the police, the Sandy Hook police or whatever, um, answer any questions on this stuff? And they won't. They won't explain uh, some of the anomalies. And that just you're you're just asking for it. And if there's nothing to hide, 
I know that that's a, a terrible way for a liber- libertarian to talk, but <laughs> if there's nothing, to, nothing hide, to hide, right? yeah. <laughs> but if you're a public figure and you have nothing to hide and somebody is asking for it and uh, you want them to go away, I, w- I would recommend giving them that information so they leave you alone. Yeah, and they won't, and it's fucking weird. And uh, yeah, I, I don't know, man. It You can tell the fucking psyops. You can tell the fucking false flags because – they are the ones that you're not allowed to touch. And so then they uh, will purposefully like make up, uh, they'll straw man anyone that's asking questions by saying like, they're threatening people's lives. Right. They're telling, you know, they're harassing dead people's families. And so then if you ask any question at all, you're lumped in with them. And right. Yeah. yeah it's any question psychotic. is harassing them. <laughs> like, I just want to know, I don't know, like, why all the explosions at 9-11? Why, you know, I've got questions and we should be asking questions when a bunch of people mysteriously get murdered for no reason, especially these children. And there, there was also uh, the thing with Sandy Hook where they brought out the Sandy Hook survivors. Did you see like uh, they brought them out for like the NFL sports ball I game? Saw something something or other. They came yeah. out and sang like the national anthem or something. And then people tried, like, the names of the children that were there on the football field were never released, and those kids just kind of disappeared. They were never interviewed or anything. It was just like, remember Sandy Hook? And then no information about these kids. Put them away. Whatever. <laughs> like, one of those kids want to, I'm, I'm sure they would have interview requests from, like, Oprah or somebody or Ellen. It's like, tell us how it was to sing the national anthem in front of uh, millions of people. But no, these kids just... Uh, came out and then went away i don't know who's creepier ellen or oprah oh which one's gonna like molest and murder your kids more i don't know (laughs) ah man i i feel like ellen is happier on the surface and oprah is a little bit more aggressive on the surface so underneath probably ellen's uh, secretly more vicious but i don't know oprah's been at in power for long enough that like Far longer than Ellen, to the point that I feel like she's probably got uh, a lot more darkness behind her eyes than uh, than Ellen does yet. But I don't know. Ellen's out too now, so who cares? I, I can't believe Oprah hasn't gotten like the shakedown of cancel culture and all that yet. But yeah, yeah. I'm shocked just by like putting Doctor Phil out there and all those other wild shit. Like yeah, uh, and what's what was the the guy uh, um, the guy that was. God damn it. What's his name? He like had a cult in South America and then he was like a rapist. You know who I'm talking about? Uh, John of God. Hmm. Are you familiar with John of God? That was like, he was like her, her uh, spiritual guru. And he was like, and she brought him on the fucking show like hundreds of times. And simultaneously she was getting whispers that like, Hey, all the girls that like go see him are getting raped. And she just kept having him on the show. Mm-hmm. And then it turns out like he was a fucking serial rapist and all this crazy shit. Yeah. Shocking. You should definitely look into that. He's yeah, he's a Shocking. fucking creep. And and then, you know, like her introducing like young Hollywood actresses to her best friend Harvey yep. Weinstein and Yep. Yeah, that, that's yeah, something she's, that she's deep in it. She's a creepy line. bitch. Yes. Yeah, she's a creepy bitch. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. And uh, yeah, the Harvey Weinstein thing, the the fact that sh- they were like best pals forever. And w- in Hollywood, when they, they say, oh, it was kind of like a it was kind of like a, an open secret. It's like, well, then you are all guilty, and especially yeah. people like Oprah Winfrey, <laughs> who was like 
introducing these people like basically the Gislaine Maxwell of uh, of uh, Harvey Weinstein there, but we don't talk about her because she's a uh, she's too big to fail. <laughs> well, who else was going to get Herm Stedman some fresh supply of babies? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and to be honest, like with the conspiracy stuff, I haven't dug all that much in a long time because I got into the political stuff a little bit more and um i still have that brain within me but i i don't do the research like i used to which i need to get more back into that but life is more chaotic than it's ever been so i miss the days of youtube where you could actually find interesting things on youtube like yeah. you could watch a 9-11 video and then go down the rabbit hole until you ended up I don't know, thinking the Jews ran the world or something <laughs> like, like that's what Some crazy shit like that. Yeah, that, that's the one that everybody uh, assumes you land on. If you are a conspiracy theorist, you must uh, hate Jews. But um, there was a time when you could end up there from YouTube. But now we just go to BitChute for it. <laughs> and that doesn't sound I haven't been on BitChute at all, man. Uh, it I should sucks. probably check it out. I'm on Telegram a lot. Dude, you can find everything on fucking telegram what is telegram teach me telegram's great (laughs) man um i will send you a link afterward and you just fucking download it i have the freaking i I don't think it just looks like it just looks like messenger i don't understand what i'm supposed to be doing here and then i i'm so there's tons of channels i'll find you on there and then i'll start uh i'll start showing you some channels to check out okay Interesting. So we'll chat about that after. Yeah, I hear everybody talking um, about Telegram, and I'm like, I don't dude, it's get fantastic. it. I don't care. It's the Wild <laughs> West, man. It is. So it's basically I, like, it's like a for, it's like a forum kind of thing. It's almost like Discord, but like it's right now, currently, you can put anything you want up there. So like, you can watch okay. like beheading videos. You can watch whatever kind of fucking any type of fucking. I love like, beheading you get videos. The vaccine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you can find everything on there. It's mm-hmm. fucking great. And uh, lots of people put like full length documentaries on there. You can find them or you can find like I may or may not have found a whole bunch of like field manuals for anything that I ever wanted to find and nice improvise whatever and how to make handmade whatever you want. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's all kinds of interesting things. I on love there. whatever and he wants. But yeah, uh, <clears throat> I'll, I'll definitely this is the check part it out. of the show where I say uh this is all for entertainment purposes only. Jokes, guys. Jokes. <laughs> I know the CIA doesn't get it, but jokes. Um, yeah. Uh, have you checked out Odyssey at all? No. Yeah. I should. I got I got homies on there. Yeah. We're on yeah. Odyssey, and uh, Jeremy Kaufman, the guy who created Odyssey, is a friend now. And, um, yeah, they've got something awesome going on. You can basically back up all your YouTube content. It auto-backs up to Odyssey. So, like when my YouTube channel got taken down for being such an evil person, um, it, I, I went over to Odyssey and I'd totally forgotten about that I had set it up, that I had set it up. And uh, when I got there, all my stuff was nicely backed up and beautiful, ready for me uh, to pick up where YouTube dumped me. But yeah, I would highly recommend Odyssey over BitChute. But I'll definitely check out Telegram. Awesome, man. Cool. Uh, so I agree with you. About everything you said as far as your your fucking conspiracies go. Uh, the flat earth shit, man. Like you said, I always thought it was a joke. Like, And I have my mom's best friend is a nutty QAnoner. Yep. Fuck it. Like the, the nuttiest. Sure. That's how I knew about QAnon from the fucking beginning. Yeah. This bitch was telling me that's all not about a, that's it. That's not a good um, introduction when you have like the crazy 
Karen relative that picked it up. And then you're like, mm-hmm. I, I, it's not even cool now. I don't even like we got into <laughs> QAnon before the Karens found it, I think. And uh, it was nice for a minute. And then it got weird. <laughs> oh, dude. No, she knew about I mean, she might have been one of the first ones. I don't know how she would just like would troll the fucking the chans yeah. or whatever. But she'd talk to me about Jesus and then pass me a joint. She's a crazy nice. old lady. Nice. Uh, yeah. Sounds cool. She's fun. <laughs> yeah uh, and the the QAnon stuff like it like i was telling you before the show it started out just as like i i got into it just because it was fascinating and if there is very hypothetically if there is a president no matter who he is in the white house who has the will of the people in mind um and he's like seeding out this information or whatever like that's all it was it was basically national treasure in real life when i got into it and i i like my friend was like hardcore into it. So I was like, Hey, come on, do this show. Uh, and, um, explore this because I'm not autistic enough to read through all the chans and, uh, get, give any information that's worth crap on this. And he did. And, uh, yeah, then he came, he, I haven't really talked to him that much about it, but he's kind of come around on the psyop thing, but it, it was, it just, it's weird how the media spun that entire narrative into this, white supremacy anti-jew anti uh whatever movement um it's i i don't even have any explanation as to where that comes from do you i'm my best explanation is anytime you say something is anti-globalist yeah that is their big dog whistle for right anti-jew and you're like so what are you saying about jews right (laughs) you know what i'm saying right (laughs) they're globalists it's fine (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah. no it's goofy dude no it, i mean god forbid you be anti-globalist and so then they have to fucking defame you with yeah you're a fucking anti-semite right i i do like that um you're you're kind of libertarian yourself right like where do you land on the political mm-hmm. okay um no i'm probably an agorist okay somewhere around there yeah gotcha uh so as far as like it, it's been nice to see, and this is going to sound really bad to some people that don't like me. Uh, they're going to eat this up, but uh, it's been nice to see libertarians speaking out against Zionism. And I know that that makes me an anti-Semite, but we're talking about an evil government in Israel that has nothing to do with Judaism, uh, has nothing to do with the religion. We're not persecuting anybody for where they live or what they believe in any capacity whatsoever. That's why I said earlier, and I've, I've been kind of sneaking this out there a little bit uh pharisees around the world because uh you know if if you are into like scripture and the bible and stuff like that um like there were people that were claiming to be one thing that were not that like they were claiming to be the the moral authority on uh what is good and what is not that's basically what the quote-unquote jews uh that call themselves jews in israel are doing right now and uh we're we are supporting it with dollars and bombs by the the trillions and um it's not good. It's not uh it's not at all what if there's a creator, I'm pretty sure it's not what he was referring to when he said uh, my people will, you know, reign supreme or whatever. I don't think he was going for child rapists, but I could be wrong. I mean, so I mean the way that I interpret it cuz I'm I'm also a Christian. Uh so and I was raised in a really right-wing Christian conservative uh Christian Zionist, mm-hmm. you know, all that fucking yep. nutty bullshit. Same. But the way that I the way that I interpret it now, it's just like it, when you read the fucking Bible, he talks about his church 
his church is the chosen people at this point. The Christians are his chosen people. Right. Like, and the way that I see, like, I have no problem with Jews, but, and we are supposed to pray for Israel, right? We're supposed to pray for the peace of Israel. And I'm fine with that too. Um, but I like what you said as far as it being the Pharisees, because that is very much what I see. It's like, it is the, it is like, um, the political leaders and the religious yeah. leaders and these people that are like in charge of Israel. So I, again, there's nothing anti-Semitic about being anti any fucking state. Right. And so any libertarian needs to be like, if you are a libertarian, we are anti-state right. and this particular state is corrupt and it's evil. And the same people that would speak out about like uh, colonialism and imperialism are not, when it comes to Israel and what they're doing to the Palestinians and it's, it's pretty fucked up and evil. And yes, I'm very anti-Zionist. Absolutely. Yeah. And I've more recent, like I've more recently started digging into that. I kind of avoided, like when I saw, I went down the conspiracy rabbit trail, I kind of pumped the brakes when it got to the, uh, Oh, Jews run the world and this and that. I was just like, I just, no, I'm just not going to go. I don't care. And I, it's not worth the trouble that it's going to get me in to explore that. But I, I think giving them a different title than uh, this this one that gives them a smokescreen that uh, that keeps them from uh, any, you know, any any what's the word? Any criticism. Uh, they, they hide behind the phrase Jews just because it sounds bad when you say something like that. But it, it's the equivalent of if America, if the United States of America was a Christian nation and Every, if you were in America, you were considered a Christian, which we kind of do, but um, you, you're considered a Christian just because you live here. And then somebody from, let's say, Pakistan is like, well, we don't like the things that you're doing. And they're like, well, you must just hate Christians. Why, why do you hate Christians so much? It's like, I, I'm sure most people in Israel have, especially in the Israeli government, they probably have nothing to do with the, the religion of Judaism or anything like that. They're just corrupt politicians and that's it. And uh, they, they, have a shield. Yeah. I mean, it's complete fucking bullshit. It's like, I don't hate you because you're fucking genetics. I don't right. hate you because of your religion. I don't hate you because of your lack of religion, because most of those corrupt pieces of shit are fucking atheists anyways. Yeah. Uh, so what are you there? You're not even a Jew. So I don't know what the fuck you're even pretending to be. So they'll say some sort of ethnic cultural Jew or something, mm-hmm. but like, they're just, they're just corrupt, fucked up politicians, dude. And Mossad is just as evil, if not more evil than the fucking CIA. And yeah, yeah, absolutely. If you can't stand up against it, then I think you're a fucking worthless piece of shit <laughs> and you're not an ally. Pretty much. Yeah. Um, it, it's the same thing with any fucking libertarians at all that would stand up. It would, uh, is pro any type of mandate pro any type of vaccine passport. Mm-hmm. You're worthless. Fuck you. Right. Yeah. My my wife today on our anniversary. I'm not sure if. When is this episode coming out? Before I say anything that I shouldn't too early. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it it usually takes me at least three days. Okay. Three to four days. So well, I'll just say that uh, she's currently um, in the process of probably losing her job because of the the vax mandate oh, stuff. Man. Yeah, so happy anniversary to us. She got the the note yesterday. She knew it was coming, and we've been discussing it on what she's going to do. But it's tough. Like, I understand, which we're in a pretty good situation where she doesn't necessarily have to work. Uh, She enjoys her job. She loves the people that she's around. But it's like 
at what point do you say the fact that I love you people like you people are capitulating to government and she works for uh, a school district. So they have to capitulate to government. Otherwise, they don't get their sweet, sweet financing. But uh, I don't know. Where do you, where do you get off the boat? Where do you say I'm not going to get tested or I'm not going to get I'm not going to wear masks even like I think it we need. I don't know if we want to go into covid land because that's a whole can of worms. But um yeah. At, at what point do you say we're living in it right now, man? Right. We're living in COVID land. So this is, so she was basically given the choice of you can get vaccinated or you can get a weekly testing if you're going to be on the school campus. And I believe it's all mask everything as well. But um, she's having to make the choice between uh, invasive um, testing every single week or quitting or being fired, essentially. But um, it's. I mean, you can look at that and say, well, what's the big deal? And we've had this conversation with our kids because they're like, what's the big deal of getting tested every week? It's like, because that's the start. Like, this doesn't end with just like, if you give into that, at what point are you a hypocrite? It's just easier to do this and and let it happen to me um, so that I can keep my job because I love these people. Like, at what point do you say no? Um, I mean, obviously, we draw the line at vaccination, but uh, if... uh, I don't know. We we've debated whether or not it's a huge deal to get tested every week. And I, as somebody who's not having to go through it personally, because I'm self-employed, uh, I can understand why somebody would just say fine. I can understand why somebody would just say fine about vaccinations too. Um, I, I'm not, uh, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not I, I don't know. I'm not going to be a, a douche about it and say that you should definitely quit your job. Because I understand how difficult of a decision that is. But at the same time, the Patriot Act isn't going away. Like This stuff doesn't stop once it starts. We're getting out of 9-11, but the Patriot Act is still around. We still get to get groped and fondled at airports and get uh, body scans because of something that happened 20 years ago. And the war is, quote-unquote, over uh, as far as that goes. But uh, that temporary uh, security that they gave us is um, sticking around. It's, it's pretty permanent. Yeah, it's pretty fucked, man. I mean, my wife right now, her job, uh, she works with kids. They want her to get vaccinated, and my wife is about to pop any day now. So, nice. like, pregnant wise. So, congratulations. <laughs> She's not just going to, like, spontaneously combust. Yeah. Okay. Well, congratulations <laughs> then. That's, that's good. <laughs> is it your first? Uh, this is our first together. Mm-hmm. I've had, I had a son from back in my teenage years. Sure. So, my son is 14 and he's wild and he's over there. Yeah. Uh, so this is our first. Um, anyways, there's not a fucking chance in hell that either way we were going to get vaccinated, but especially yeah. now that she's pregnant, we're not going to put some random fucking crazy bullshit in her. Yeah. And so she's going to have to get tested today to go to her job. And so I, I understand what your wife is going through, and that really fucking sucks. And I have an interesting job that I think that eventually um, I'm going to have to either test every week or get fired. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know exactly what to do. And yeah. I, I understand what you're saying as far as, like, we have to draw a line in the sand. And it's hard, man, when you have a fucking – you just bought a fucking house. Yep. Like – morons so now we have a fucking more now we have a fucking mortgage to pay parted out for lumber i I hear that the going rate on that is probably higher than than housing right now (laughs) (laughs) yeah it it is hard like i i don't hold it against anybody for doing it uh but 
it's something that we all need to think about. Like, where do I draw that line? Because if it comes down to it and they say, well, now it's not this, now it's vaccination. Um, are you going to be deep enough into it at that point where you're like, fine, just one more thing. Let's just do this. And then it's vaccination, you know, booster shots monthly, just because for, for the fun of it. And, uh, I'm not saying you would, but I know people that would like, I know relatives that were against the vaccine and they, I don't think he has taken it, but somebody very close to me was like, yeah, this uh, this guy who I'm friends with, he's an older gentleman, and uh, you know, I, I'm thinking about taking it just to make just to make sure he's comfortable. It's like, well, have you asked him if he cares? <laughs> like, because uh, yeah. don't go out of your way to do something reckless. I would call it reckless um, medically, just based on a hunch that somebody might be uncomfortable. Um, and man, uh, like, I I don't know. I definitely draw the line long before that, but I am very sympathetic to everybody's situation because it's uh, it's crazy out there, and I uh, I'm glad I'm blessed and honored to be in the position where I am, where I'm not having to deal with this like everybody else is. But so I'll just talk down to you all and pretend like you all are doing the wrong thing mm-hmm. while I don't have to face it. <laughs> <But>. <laughs> yeah, it sucks, dude. I yeah. don't know exactly what to do. I mean, uh, what state are you in? I'm in Illinois. So Illinois. Okay. I don't know. It might be better there. I'm in like (laughs) Pritzker's an ass commie blue Oregon, man. And Oregon just fucking sucks. We're one of, we're, uh, we're one of five States that just impose the mask mandates. Yeah. And we're definitely rolling out the vaccine passports. That's just happening. Like you're all ready to go to like a lot of different fucking restaurants and bars and clubs or whatever. Like, and our fucking shitty governor, She's such a dumb cunt. <laughs> Literally anything that Inslee does or that, uh, what's his name? What's little pretty boy uh, from California? Newsom. Newsom yeah. Whatever fucking Inslee and Newsom do, she just copycats them. She just copies their homework. Yeah. And then it's pretty much fucks. the same here. Like uh, uh, Pritzker just rolled out uh, masks for everybody again indoors, um, including vaccinated people which i find hilarious and it gives me a dark sense of joy to be like see i told you it wasn't going back to normal like they said for months just get the vaccine we gotta we gotta get back to normal it's like it's not gonna happen it's not gonna happen because you gave them the power to begin with and uh they've proven what they're gonna do with it it doesn't matter if you've gotten 12 vaccinations you're you're gonna be told to wear your mask and the only thing that's going to stop that is stopping that like stopping wearing masks yeah. and uh convincing other people to do the same until it's enough of an inconvenience that people don't buy this shit and people um choose to breathe freely rather than let their government choose you know their comfort level in life well right before we started this i live i well i used to live much closer to portland uh i just moved to like a rural area so i moved right outside the county mm-hmm. and uh Right before we did this, I went and grabbed a Rockstar, and uh, the first thing I see is a hillbilly walking in the store without a mask, and I was like, good sign. Mm-hmm. And I walk in, no one's wearing a fucking mask. Right. The ladies behind the counter, they're not wearing masks. Like, we're living in, I, I'm i in a fucking cool little bubble yes. right here yep. where I live, and it's fucking awesome. Like, it's people that just say, fuck you. And and I thought I was just being rebellious, because I'd, like, walk into the store without a mask on in my little shitty town and like most people are wearing masks like 90 percent of people are still wearing masks but there's me and the other hillbillies and we all make eye contact and we're like hey 
you know. Uh, yep. And I found out recently why they're not harassing me at the store. Like one of the ladies, I think, said, you should wear a mask. And I was like, uh-huh. And I just walked past her. Thanks for uh, the health <laughs> advice, door greeter at Walmart. Uh, <laughs> exactly. Uh, our sheriff is one of six out here that said we're not enforcing that shit. Yeah. Which is badass. Yeah. So there is little white pills here and there when you have a. They're calling themselves the constitutional sheriffs. Sure. And these sheriffs out here are just saying, nope. Right. It's a start. And um, I, I live in a small town as well. Like, Illinois is basically dictated by Chicago, and it's blue as hell. So uh, we get all the same shit. And um, it, like, there's Chicago, and then there's all the rest of Illinois, the entire lower, uh, you know, 99% of the state is just dictated by what they do up there. Um, so rolling out the... That sounds identical, man. Yeah. It's Portland and the rest of Oregon. Yep. Yeah, when I tell people where I'm from, I'm like, I'm from Illinois, not Chicago. <laughs> like, the rest of it. But, uh, yeah, it, it's the same here for the most part. Like, the first round of mask mandates, there were more people going along with it. I didn't do it unless it was absolutely necessary. Like... I will wear a mask if it's to like the weed dispensary or something <laughs> where where I'm definitely not going to find another source um, or I need or need is a strong word. I, I really want something like that. I'll, I'll make an exception there. Um, but even that, like the local dispensary, I noticed they they had signs up at one point that said you have to wear a mask. Then it switched to uh, you have to wear a mask unless you're vaccinated. So naturally, I just stopped wearing the mask at that point. Um, and then I noticed that that sign went away too. Uh, when these new mask mandates started coming out this last time I was there, they didn't have any signs up. They might put them back up. I don't know, but, uh, they didn't have any signs up in, in like their on their site. It says, if you're not vaccinated, blah, 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 but they weren't enforcing it. And they've got like armed security and everything. I think more people need to just say, fuck this and do what, uh, I've been saying the whole time, just go in and find out and be respectful but smile big at everybody and show them how much joy you have that they're forgetting exists in the world uh, because they're not able to uh, they're being brainwashed by not being able to see the uh, facial cues or things that like communication that that is a we take for granted how much of our communication and relationship to other people is projected through our facial expressions and they're just stripping that away based on nothing as, as has been proven a hundred thousand times this, <laughs> these masks are doing absolutely nothing and um yeah I, I i don't remember what got me on this this rant but uh don't mask don't mask people and uh, if they say to mask leave because uh boycott businesses that will bend the knee to government mandates that are not constitutional I think the only store that I'm going into and willingly wear a mask is Costco because they pay for the fucking membership. Yeah. And I know that they'll fucking pull your membership sure. if you try to walk in there without a mask. And Yeah. And we're also pretty close to lame. Iowa. So I can hop across the border to Iowa when I need to. Uh, like I've got I, I live in Illinois, so I can buy weed legally here. And then I hop over to Iowa to buy my groceries because uh, they uh, like Josh Smith was talking about how they their governor passed some ordinance that said that they, they would never mandate masks or blah, blah, blah. And I, that's great and all. And like the stuff that DeSantis is doing in that department, it's great and all, but these people are still using their power to like, 
they did a thing. They mandated it initially, and then they were the first ones to pull back, and they said that they would never do it again. But they did it, and also that power still exists because you set the precedent that you can do that. So when you get voted out of office and somebody takes your place and they decide to overturn what you just did, everything you just said doesn't matter. So great that for the next two years you'll be helpful, but uh, the the sheep might vote in somebody worse next time, and you've set the precedent that it's okay to start as long as you pull it back and if you if you talk fancy in between. Yeah, I mean, you're 100% right on that. And it fucking sucks because I'm looking at options here because I really think they're going to start tightening the fucking screws like really hard. I, I just read some fucking article. I got to I gotta do some more research into it about the WHO. And did you guys talk about that too? About the WHO? Um, they're, they're the ones that are now, uh, they signed on to something about... Uh, the vaccine passports and how it's going to be tied to your, uh, to a digital wallet and this whole cryptocurrency thing. And like, we've all known that's going to happen, mm-hmm. but it's like, it's like, here it is. Yeah. And they're going to start rolling that shit out. Um, and so it's going to be harder and harder to basically live and participate in normal society mm-hmm. if you don't have your fucking vaccine. And I just don't know a- exactly what the fuck to do. Yeah. I mean, I'm looking at places like Montana is is the first state supposedly that says that you cannot get fired for not taking a vaccine. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and Montana's pretty, it's real pretty, right. lots of fishing and hunting out there. Yeah. I, I don't really know what the answer is either, other than a cabin in the woods situation. And we've legitimately talked about it. And I, I know that I have friends and family who are probably like surprised that I haven't done it already at this point, but um, yeah. we're pretty secluded. Like I said, at, at right now in our small town and comfortable, but um, yeah, they've been, it's not just going to make things difficult for people. Like you're talking about, um, you know, with uh, Vax passports or mandated vaccines for everybody, like just, it takes like two seconds to realize this gigantic problem that every single medication doesn't work for everybody. Some people will have allergic reactions and die from every, from any vaccine, not just this one. From any, like there isn't one magical wonder drug that exists for every single body type out there in the world. So there are some people who can't take this and there are some people with um like illnesses and uh handicaps that uh preclude them from taking this vaccination. They're going to be fired from their job because they have um a pre-existing condition, I guess. Like we're supposed to be protecting the people with pre-existing conditions all this time, but uh, now you're saying people with pre-existing conditions that uh, preclude them from taking a, vac- a vaccine are not allowed to work, are not allowed in society. Um, they're outcasts, and it's uh, it's them. Like that's a you know probably a very small percentage, maybe ten percent of the population, but it's probably 50 to 60 percent of people it's 50 percent of people that are refusing to take this vaccine it's that's what they're reporting but it's probably more like 60 or so because most of the people that aren't taking this are keeping their fucking mouth shut and going back to their their cabin in the woods and uh hunkering down so it's an awful lot of our population that are you know opposed to this thing and they're they're basically this thing has the potential to divide this country straight down the middle and I guess if it leads to secession, okay. <laughs> like, that's my one silver lining white pill is like, 
if this gets bad enough with this, where they're saying that people of it, it's just, I mean, it's all a politics game. They're they're basically saying people of certain political leanings aren't allowed in society. So at what how much do they have to push that before some states start legitimately, you know, like Montana or um, even Florida start going, hey, well, then we're not part of you anymore because you have rejected us and you don't you, you do not represent us. You've proven that get the hell out of here and by that i mean secession and i think that's probably the only way to save this country at this point so i mean the only way that i see that is that i i feel like that is the problem reaction solution i feel like that's exactly what they're trying to get us to do like uh, so particularly like i i see this like especially the way the eye of sauron now has like basically given up on the middle east is basically like is aren't really looking for terrorists out and out and about. And now it, yeah. they're facing inward. Right. And now we're all the fucking terrorists apparently. Right. Um, young white autistic libertarian males that aren't going to get the vaccine and have too many guns and mm-hmm. are too into like fucking uh, Pinochet memes. <laughs> like if they lose their job, they're not getting any pussy anyways. <laughs> they're going to lose their goddamn minds and pick Some up a gun. Like, and I feel like, <laughs> <laughs> 14 uh, years of marriage so, <laughs> yeah we're the lucky ones man yep. uh there's but i'm just saying there's a lot of young angry males out there that if you take away their jobs and any fucking chance of like participating in normal society mm-hmm. like you're asking for some fucking problems yes. man like there's so many people that are just like just leave me alone yeah yeah. They just wanted to be fucking left alone. Right. I, I saw a uh, and- uh, I saw a meme going around the other day that was like uh, – it was like a cartoon and this kid was crying or something and saying, uh, you care more about not having to wear a mask than you do about uh, getting guns away from criminals or, or school shootings or something like that. And my, my response was, I feel like – if anything, masks are adding to the amount of potential school shootings here. Like you're taking children, putting like uh, putting them in solitary confinement and uh, like completely turning their world on its head, making it so they can't see their one friend that they know at school um, or socialize with people. Uh, yes, you're, you're creating a bunch of incel terrorists, I suppose we could call them. But I, I said uh, probably about a year ago and this wasn't or. I think it was before COVID even. It's been a while. But I said something to the effect of, you know, uh, government makes vaccines that this is a joke. This is a joke, Whoever whoever's listening, uh, that give kids autism. And uh, these little do they know that the autistic kids grow into this autist army online that uh, gets obsessed with bringing down the system so the whole thing backfires on them. I, I want to see that movie made and I, I think it's a beautiful <laughs> silver lining. Uh but yeah, there's there's more created by the day, and uh, I'm not calling for violent action or anything. But I'm not sure where the violent when the violent action should should start. I agree with you that that's what they want, and they're pushing for uh, as many of these cases of guy loses his mind and goes on a rampage, so that they can you know check off another box for terrorism. Um, and I've yeah, you're you're absolutely right on um, bringing. We'll bring all the troops home because we're done with that war. But at the same time, simultaneously, as they're talking about, hey, we're, we got to end all these wars. They're calling fifty percent of the country terrorists and pointing out that uh, terror, domestic terrorism, is um, 
is a grounds for what's what's the word um uh when a bunch of when the when the the military intervenes martial martial law. law it's good grounds for martial law and if there's martial law then you don't have a say in anything and if you come out of their out of your house they can shoot you that is clearly like we're not there but we're 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 hinting we're we're flirting we're, with, yeah we're flirting with, with it yeah and I mean, that's ultimately what they want. They can finally just take off the last illusions of shackles that they have on their yep. their constitutional, our constitutional rights that mm-hmm. you know that limit their power. And I mean, this is what they've always wanted, and this is what was always going to happen. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean that is that is what government is, right? And uh, it's unfortunate we've had this uh, this fucking playground for years and years and years and people are comfortable as fuck but Mm -hmm. i think that yeah unfortunately uh they want us violent because we're easier to control and we're an easier target to attack because if you're just looking at normal people and you're saying like what are you doing to us we're not you know like that's why it was such it was so fucking powerful when they were like sicking dogs and like fucking hitting Martin Luther King and his guys with like hoses and shit when they were just standing there. Yeah. You know what I mean? If they had been picking up rocks, if they'd been picking up baseball bats and like hitting the cops, then it would have been seemed as justified. Right. You know what I mean? Like, Oh, we have to get these people out. And so I almost feel like our only real chance is just mass peaceful civil disobedience where we just go in a thousand people deep and walk into Costco and say, no, (laughs) we will not wear masks. We're not going to participate in this illusion. Yeah. And you know, there was this uh, video floating around the other day of uh, the French doing their protest, just sitting, eating lunch outside of like hordes of people eating lunch outside of uh, local businesses that weren't allowing people in without vaccines. And um, you can look at that and scoff and say, Oh, they're not doing anything, but I think they're doing something huge because them, That's huge. Yeah, man. them just sitting there uh, in defiance of the quote unquote laws. Um, it's huge, not just because they're boycotting these businesses and they're they're making a display there, but it's also deterring other people from like people going in with masks uh, that that are just vaccinated uh, normal people. They're they're uncomfortable walking past this crowd of people, unmasked people, to go in uh, knowing that they're judged and or knowing that they're unclean heathens who have not been vaccinated. Um, there's a lot of power in that. And I think that that's a, a great way to um, about face a little bit, but I've, uh, and I think it's really important too to uh, really to like state our goal to as peaceful protests. I think it's more important now than ever because we've seen how the fucking government will put in uh They'll put in people to cause problems. They'll put in, uh, like, what's the word? What am I looking for? Uh, what do they call I those pieces of shit? I was just thinking it. Um, a- <laughs> agent, some, agents provocateurs? Yeah, provocateurs. Yeah. yeah. So they're going to have some assholes that are – so we need to make it painfully easy to point out the Fed. Yeah. Like, he's not part of us. He's not one of us. Right. Fuck him. That's a Fed. Yeah. Like, we are here, we're eating lunch, and we're sitting here, and this is what we're doing, and you won't stop us. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And I've had this running theory of the divide-and-conquer strategy. I mean, it's not like it's a super unique theory, but uh, 
clearly they're going for divide and conquer because everything is either black or white or it's uh this or that like everything is so polarizing you're either a republican or you're a democrat if you're a republican then you're a nazi if you're a democrat then you're a liptard and there's nothing in between um it in every case in life and we had george bush who got us into all the these wars and then we had Barack Obama, like, coming to clean up the mess, quote-unquote, and he's this suave, debonair black man, and everybody loves him because he's on Twitter and shit. Um, and then he just keeps doing the same thing, but we don't really talk about it because he's suave. But some people noticed, and so what is a good way, after we've had, to a normie person, they, they probably saw a lot of Barack Obama's presidency as just this, like, peaceful, uh, chill time, and then we bring in Donald fucking Trump and just, like, completely destroy the whole thing like i don't think i don't buy the q thing at all especially since with donald trump coming out and pushing the vaccines and all that shit now like i think that donald trump and i suspect from the beginning that donald trump was there just to be the polar opposite to make sure that people are as divided as possible and then we saw in the media he was he was the devil incarnate he was hitler he was whatever and if you went with that then you were a nazi as well and then after that we I think that uh, even the botched election, whatever the hell happened there, I don't think that was an accident either. I feel like uh, they wanted a whole bunch of confusion around that to keep people divided, keep people scuffling amongst themselves. And um, yeah, and I also feel like putting Biden in there, I, I kind of th- I'm starting to think that he was just like once we got everybody divided. Now we need to bring the troops home so we can focus on this this fun martial law attack or plan or whatever. And um the only way that we can get out of Afghanistan is if we sacrifice somebody who is of little to no value to us, which is Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. Joe Biden is half dead at, at best, and Kamala Harris got like the lowest approval rating in her primaries. Like she was the worst. Nobody liked her. And they're like, well, we'll just put her in there as well to prop him up and uh, they'll bungle this thing getting out of there. We'll make a shit show out of that because that, that's also setting us up for. Uh, they can false flag whatever the hell they want out of Afghanistan at this point because we've got a whole bunch of people with a whole lot of confusion around what happened there. And it's I'm sure it's radicalizing some people in bad ways over there. And I'm sure even if it's not radicalizing some bad people in, in ways over there, everybody is assuming that it's radicalizing people. And uh, we're bringing hundreds of thousands of people back home. So... I don't know. I'm not saying that there's going to be a false flag, but I'd be surprised if there isn't another one within the next year or so that uh, divides this up even more. And um, some grand savior comes in in 2024 to uh, to clean up the mess. Yeah, man, it's fucking weird. Um, Can you hear me? Yes. Okay, cool. I was fucking with my mic. Uh, So, I mean, the way that I see it, too, is like maybe this is kind of one of uh, theories that I kind of flirt with was that like Donald Trump, dude, he's always been the fucking heel. He is been an actor his entire fucking life. Mm -hmm. Like that is his fucking job, right? Like he was, he was the heel on the WWF. He was also the heel on you're fired. Yeah. You know, he was also like, he was all, he was always that fucking guy. I mean, I think that he was the perfect loud mouth, uh, arrogant asshole that was like great to like trigger the libs mm-hmm. and like he was the guy right and he he played the heel and they like because in my mind there was no way that Hillary should have lost that election that was her I mean she was painfully you know unpopular and gosh yeah. she was an evil gross cunt yeah um, but 
you know, if the establishment really is in charge, like we know that they are, sure. like she should have fucking won, man. Because, I mean, she's goddamn Darth Vader. Um, mm-hmm. So I feel like his dumbass was put in there on purpose to basically, like, get all the right wingers on his side and like to, and then to demonize the fuck out of them. Right. Like, first of all, like he corrupted their, all of their principles by like, uh, like you had all the three percenters, like if the government comes and they're going to take our guns, we're going to fucking kill them. You know, like, and then Donald Trump is like, well, we're going to bump ban, we're going to ban bump stocks. And they're just like, okay, okay, daddy. Right. That, that that (laughs) right there is your, uh, weekly testing. Right now, yeah. like we're we're, we're yeah. <laughs> we'll never accept any of this stuff, and then it's like, well, here's a bit, and like, okay, we'll never accept anything past that. Okay, well, here's a little, another little bit, like that. That's how, yeah, yeah, that's how it goes. It's temperamental, man. Yeah, it's going up little by little by little. But like, so then he also had to corrupt. Like, if you hear him talking to the UN and stuff, he's like, we are not a socialist nation. We will never be a a socialist nation. We are proud capitalists. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So like, he also like encapsulated that whole like capitalism. We're the capitalists. We're the we love guns. Uh, He goes, I love the Second Amendment. Yeah, it's my favorite, you know, and so I feel like he was the perfect guy to make anyone that believed in freedom, Second Amendment rights, uh, you know, like capitalism, any of that stuff to make them look like fucking assholes. Yeah. They're like, oh, so you're a Trumper. Right. Right. And and so, I mean, he was perfect for that. And then at the same time, Q just cucked the right so hard yes. and a bunch that of like any of those guys – yeah, a bunch of those guys that should have picked up guns and said, fuck this shit, they're like, just trust the plan. Yes, yes. Don't worry, don't worry. No, there's white hats behind this whole thing. There's an army that's a secret military operation, and they're going to come in, and they're going to sweep out the pedophiles yep. and all the bad guys, all the demoncrats. Yep. And you know, and I'm like, god damn you dummies. You just fucking... I know, I know. I know. And yeah, I, I pointed that out as well. Like you you had a like the Q thing. It, it's like if Trump wasn't enough to get you into this, uh, to take an, anybody who's like against the system, if Trump wasn't enough to bring you into that, which he did bring a, a bunch of libertarians into into his sphere as well. God rest their soul. But uh, if that wasn't enough, we'll bring in this like sneaky little Q thing so that we, when we've got these crazy radical like libertarian people that are usually into conspiracy theories and stuff like that, it worked on me. I'm not going to lie. Um, I, w- I wanted to believe that there was somebody in the office that cared about us. Um, I didn't believe it, but I wanted to, uh, which is why I explored it. But it, it brought in the rest of the crazies and they're like, OK, we got them. We got them. We trust the plan for four years. Trust the plan like there's still people out there. There's some podcasters like uh, X22. I don't listen to him anymore, but uh, I, he has been relentless to my understanding. He hasn't stopped. And why? Like, what? <laughs> what do you have left? What leg do you have left to stand on? Is Q's plan like the second coming of Christ, where uh, just keep waiting one day, and then six thousand years later, we're like. He's coming any day now, I swear. Here comes Q. It's one of those it's one of those cults where they're like they put an end date on it and they're like, All right. Now, you know, it's one of yeah. those things and they keep moving the goalposts yeah. because 
I was pretty sure he was supposed to be reinstated in August, wasn't he? Yep. It's September 1st, as we're talking right now. Yeah, but so if you look what, at what it... What happened? We're going to have to... If you look at it this way, and you add these numbers together, then obviously uh, he he technically is... Like, they, they go... They have to do so many <laughs> gymnastics to uh, keep this thing alive. And it's... If it is a PSYOP, if it is, like, somebody in government who's, like, running these podcasts even... I, I'm not saying it is, but um, it's impressive how they are to this point and still able to keep people strung along with this thing. And like you said, well, dude, the Pentagon's got a big old black budget. I'm sure that they have some fucking nutty people that like, maybe they're not doing it themselves, but like, I'm sure that they fund some of these fucking podcasters Yeah, and the podcaster might not even know themselves. Like it could just be a bunch of like random donations from fans, you know, just to keep them going. And, uh, well, the people want to believe, and that's why I can't hold it against people who are still retarded enough to believe in Q. I can't hold it against you because you want to believe still. And that is like for somebody who is outside of conspiracy land, who doesn't dig into. And when I say conspiracy land, I mean things that are declassified, like Operation Paperclip, up uh, like USS Liberty, stuff like that. Um, you can if you haven't done any research into any of these things, you're probably just like. You know, I want to believe that there's still somebody who's looking out for me. But this unfortunate truth is nobody is because any anybody who is in that level of power, um, they're I, you got to sell your soul at some point to get to that level, I, I would imagine. And uh, yeah, I, I can't hold it against anybody. You don't get to be part of that club. Yeah, right. If you don't eat a baby. Right. And, if you, <laughs> which, uh, <laughs> I, I see that Alex Jones, I've heard Alex Jones is kind of coming back around, but I totally fell hard off that bandwagon as soon as he started pushing Trump. Cause I was like, great. If Trump gets in there, he's got better ideas on paper than Biden, but you can't be Alex Jones and say for like 20 years that this whole thing is a, it's a rigged system. And, uh, anybody that gets into the office is because they put them there and they're part of it. They're a puppet. Um, it's like, you can't say that for 20 years. And then if a guy gets in that, you kind of like go, yeah, we got to support this guy. Um, which I don't know. I I thought that uh, like I was leaning more towards, well, Alex Jones is controlled at this point because there's no way that Alex Jones is buying this, but, uh, he's kind of backpedaled some of that and he's called out Trump along the way I hear, um, which is good to hear, but I don't know. I mean, it's good to hear, but it's too little too late, man. Right. He he knew what he was doing. He was cashing in on this whole Q fucking movement. Yeah. There was really, like, he he flirted with it. He, like, totally got those guys. Like, yeah. I get it. He says and, now like, that he never he probably believed. made a million dollars off of that. Yeah, you, you can find videos on probably BitChute and Odyssey where Alex Jones is saying uh, that he never believed Q. He thought he knew it was all a psyop from the beginning. And then you can, ma- the, there's, like, a bunch of mashups where it's that and you go back a year and he's like, I know Q. I know Q personally. I might have him on the show. Q, we're we're going to we're going to talk. Hit me up. Like was that 100% <laughs> you just making shit up or are you just I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I, don't know. I mean, how drunk was he when he was saying that? He's a fucking a drunk psychopath. I mean, I love Alex Jones. Sure. He's fucking hilarious and fucking great. And early Alex Jones was fucking amazing. Uh but you know, I mean, he's a drunk, fucking, crazy nut, nut job. And uh, he was better as Bill Hicks. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I had Alex Jones's ex-wife on the show, and uh, in the bonus episode, I listened to that man. And the bonus yeah. episode, I brought up the Bill Hicks thing, and we we 
got into it a little bit, but of course she Did she confirm or deny. She denies, of course. <laughs> she acts like, oh, she's always known him or whatever. Or she didn't know that much about his childhood or something. And I'm just like, can you send me a yearbook photo, please? She's like, I don't have a yearbook photo. <laughs> like that. I that's one where I. I I don't know. Have you dug into that theory much? No, not really. I've seen the pictures. Uh, you know, There's I don't some know. compelling shit there, man. Uh, the fact that uh, so Bill Hicks, for those that don't know, Bill Hicks was a comedian, and he had this uh, this producer or something, somebody who was like above him, working with him, and. Right after Bill Hicks, like Bill Hicks said something like, if I wanted to make money off of this, I should be doing like a Rush Limbaugh thing. I should be like this angry guy talked about politics on the radio. And then Bill Hicks dies. And then three, two or three years later, Alex Jones comes onto the scene with the exact same like producer as Bill Hicks had. And they've got like similar moles. They've got similar dental, uh, I don't know, features and stuff like that. They, they talk similar, like... Basically, Alex Jones is Bill Hicks doing his angry Rush Limbaugh type voice. So it's it's fucking weird. And it's one of those things where I'm like, do I believe it 100%? Not 100%. But if you told me it was true, I'd be like, yeah, probably. Yeah, I know. Yeah, <laughs> Like, it wouldn't surprise me at all. Where do you fall on aliens, man? What What is all this uh, all this disclosure that's happening right now with these UFOs and... It's getting us ready for. What something. are your thoughts on it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Project Blue Beam sort of thing, or yeah. I personally, um, again, I don't one hundred percent subscribe to flat Earth stuff, but I do think there's some compelling enough stuff there to dig into. And when it comes to like aliens and stuff, I th- I think it's uh, so. If I had to write out my my favorite version of the world, that's kind of how I look at these conspiracy theories, like. This is fascinating. This is if I had to paint a picture of how I see this, this is what I would love for it to be. I'm not saying it is, I'm not saying I believe it, but uh if the world is let's say something other than what we think and we can't get to space because uh which would explain why we have never gone to the moon, uh even if you subscribe to the official story, we went and then 50 years we still haven't gone and now we're we, we're saying that we don't have the technology to send a man back. I don't buy that shit. So that leads me to believe that there's something, some reason why we can't get there. Um, And if we can't get there, then I find it hard to believe that there's other beings like us out there. I think that, um, you know, with with the alien thing, I think it could be spiritual beings or whatever. I I find the the Nephilim stuff fascinating, uh, which is discussed throughout history as a, a thing and up till recently seems like a lot of people believed in giants and they were a thing but now it's crazy to think that uh so uh, i think that there's a theory that goes that there's still giants around that were this creation of like spiritual beings impregnating humans and they created this superior race that was like uh i don't know evil or something and they helped create the pyramids and shit like that and um if those are out there i think like all it would take, whether it's aliens or Nephilim giants or something like that, all it's going to take is showing something incredible and then everybody just instantly capitulates. Everybody bows to whatever rule you go for. If they say aliens showed up, I'm not going to believe that it's aliens. And uh, I, I think it's very possible that 
a giant shows up and they say this is an alien being, an alien life, and everybody just goes, well, I have saw it all over TV for my entire life. I was uh, you know, convinced that if something looks like this, then it's just other beings like us from another place that have different technology. Um, maybe, maybe that's the case, but uh, the fact that it's all over like the History Channel for the last 20 years and the government doesn't shy away from it that much. The fact that it's kind of an open thing that there's quote unquote aliens leads me even more conspiracy minded to go, well, when they show us, I'm not going to buy it. And uh, I know that everybody else will, like most people will just go, I guess we need one world government now to save us from these aliens to protect us. And the alien said that they had been waiting for us to start getting along. And the only way we can get along is if we're all under this one government and we'll let the giants or the aliens or the whatever the fuck rule it. I know it's it's a little out there, but uh, that's my favorite version of the world. Yeah, buddy, I'm I'm right there with you. Actually, uh, I don't think anything you said was actually that nuts, man. Um, so my favorite, I think my favorite fucking conspiracy theory is the Nephilim. Like I yeah. fucking I dig that because I mean I am a Christian and I do I it is included in the Bible and I've read those verses a few times. And then you read something like the book of Enoch, like the, you know, the, yeah. the books that were not included in the Bible that weren't put in the chronology or the books the that it is. the Catholic uh, church removed from the Bible, the Bible that, that yes. says that you should never add or remove anything from the Bible. Yeah. Yep. 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 And it's fascinating, man. And then you look at even something older than that. You look at like, uh, Oh man, what is it? Uh, the book. Uh, sorry, man, what the hell is it called? Uh, Sumerian texts. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, Epic of Gilgamesh. Sure. Yeah. And I mean, what the fuck was Gilgamesh if he wasn't a goddamn nephilim? Right. Right. That's that's what it, him and his fucking brother were. Yeah. They were these big fucking crazy angel giant monsters that would rape and fuck. Right. And. Uh, I mean, it, it makes perfect sense to me. And if you look at things like uh, I'm actually going to be doing a podcast not that long from now. Are you familiar with uh, a gentleman named Paz from uh, Timeline Earth? I've heard the name. I have not listened to their podcast, I don't believe. But yeah, you should check them out. They're I've really been cool told peeps. by all the Lines of Liberty guys over the years that you have to listen to the Lines of Liberty knockoff uh, called Fagcast or Timeline Earth, so I, I just still yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they were the Fagcast, friends against government. Yep, yeah, yep. Uh, they are now Timeline Earth. That is, uh, um, but either way, they're uh, one of their buddies named over there is named Paz, and he's kind of the conspiracy theorist guy. We're going to be doing an episode on giants, and I'm pretty fucking excited Sweet. about that. Yeah, um, yeah, and because he is a lot more knowledgeable about this shit than I am. Yeah, yeah, it, it's. It's it's a good it's a fun one for sure. And um you said you were like making the analogies of like the the biblical stuff and I got into it uh, actually on Twitter recently with somebody uh not really an argument so much as it, it was just a conversation and I I was just showing like all the different times in history that this has been laid out. It's not just Christianity. Like you don't have to believe in 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 like western Christianity especially to get into this stuff obviously, but it's like you look at Things that were scrolled on cave walls or, uh, you know, um, things on in ancient Egypt and then all the way up to different articles in newspapers throughout the years where there's these pictures of giant bones, giant skulls, giants themselves and things like the Smithsonian having stuff 
be removed. And like, there's a whole lot of shady shit around it that has nothing to do with Christianity. But the fact that it all ties together uh, is fascinating. And this guy was like, well, you can't trust it if it's in the newspaper because the media is is bullshit. It's like, sure, but can you trust like if the the media isn't always 100 percent lying to you and in the 50s, they weren't, you know, they did they might not have had the same reason to hide giants as they do today or something like that. But like, you can't just say yeah. the media has is and has always been corrupt. If there has ever been a, a local newspaper that everybody who works there is part of the MSM. But um, yeah, there, there's so much compelling stuff around the giant stuff that uh, um, I, I think a lot of people, especially a lot of Christian conspiracy people fall into the trap of, well, it confirms my Christian views and makes them more fun. So it is true. But giants are something that that exists way outside of uh, the Bible or the Christian worldview. So, yeah, absolutely, man. I mean, you can look at the Native American tribes too. They talked about fucking giants, and they were also the ones that were supposed to be the mound builders, right? Like the the giants, yeah. And like, I mean, it, they also. I mean, every time I hear about them too, they were fucking rapists and cannibals. Right. So, I mean, that. <laughs> yeah, and you've got. Uh, Going back to the alien stuff, like, how does ancient aliens explain how, like, the pyramids are so perfectly symmetrical and blah, blah, blah? How did they get all that right? It must be aliens using advanced technology. What if it was just, like, I don't know, big guys who can lift big things and uh, they they cut things nicely? I don't know. Like, that, for some reason, that is seen as more crazy than little gray people in spaceships came down and gave us their technology for a second and then they took it away like i don't i don't know why one of these things is on like mainstream news as the uh the public opinion and the other one is just too crazy to be dealt with because it's controlled yeah they want you to believe in the little gray men yep. uh i mean that yeah i mean that whole thing is just like i completely agree with you as far as them the way they would they would unveil aliens would be definitely a controlled way to, I mean, I mean, you can look at any of the old, uh, any old like sci-fi books too. I mean, Ender's game was kind of like that. Um, so was, uh, what is the fucking God damn it, man? Uh, <laughs> what was that? Uh, God damn it, man. Uh, it was Jamie, pull that shit up. Fucking... Yeah. <laughs> uh fuck dude uh the blue guy he's got a dot on his head he has unlimited power you know who i'm talking about they have that uh it's a little mag that rorschach he has the face changing uh mask on watchman right i mean the whole part of watchman too is like they fake an alien have you read that i haven't read read or seen any uh, of them no Okay, well, I mean, basically, all of those old fucking sci-fi things are... I'm going to spoil this for That's you. That's fine. You care? I, I'm probably never going to okay. watch it. I'm not a big fan <laughs> of blue dicks. Um, normal yeah. dicks are fine for me, so... <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not king shaman. If blue dicks are your thing, go for it. It's all good. Uh, anyways, all of those things, basically, like, Ender's Game 2 is about, like, there's an alien threat... And so now Earth has to come together as one to fight this bigger threat. Yeah. Right? 
And so then that also justifies our growing budget for Space Force because now we need newer, bigger lasers. We need bigger bombs on our satellites. And we need bigger, you know, all this shit. And so then it just becomes like the new military industrial complex and the new reason to fucking take more and more money. Right. You know. Fighting wars in the air that you can't even see and exactly. you don't need to know about. Just know that uh, we're gonna need we're gonna need to up your taxes just uh you know hundred twenty percent or so. That's all. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean that's basically how I see that. Yeah. And they're just gearing us up and getting us ready for it. And uh Great. I mean I it would be cool, I guess, if aliens were real, but like I sort of also agree with you. I don't think that we can get into outer space. Yeah. I don't think it's possible. And we definitely don't. We never have gone to the fucking moon. That was, that was actually my first red pill. Yeah. When I was like first getting into this, I was like, there's no goddamn way. (laughs) When was that? 1959 or what? 1969. Yeah. Under the Nixon administration, who's he's known mostly for his honesty. And, um, he like, we got there with technology, like one, one thousandth, of a cell phone. We got there yeah. and then we called the president on a landline in the white house and there was no delay and we can't get a, no, can't yeah. get a good we just live signal anymore. It. But uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what I was like trying to explain to my son. I was like, and you know, we live stream the whole thing yeah. and we had, <laughs> yep. you could see people on the moon dancing. Right. <laughs> like, and it, people act like it, like it would require hundreds of thousands of people to be in on this. And that's, you know, that that's where most people get off the the train because it's like if it requires hundreds of thousands of people to be involved in this cover-up then obviously it's not true but really would it take that many or was it like it was one facility that was making some of the parts and then there's a a facility out in california that's making parts for a thing like they don't know what this thing is going to be they're just making they're just doing their part and handing it off to the government they're doing what they want with it to create this uh this rickety old taped together uh lunar lander but um yeah we nailed it the first try and uh it, it was great but uh it, it wouldn't take that many people all, all it would take really is a handful of people in a room that are showing a a screen like most of the even the um there's a great documentary out there called uh, american moon by massimo mazuko um it's like three hours long i would highly recommend it it's basically like you'll watch 10 minutes of it and then be like yeah we didn't go to the moon and then he's gonna spend like two hours and 49 minutes just pounding you over the head. Like, no, really, we didn't go to the moon. But uh, he shows, like, um, what was I talking about? Oh, like, even, like, the live streaming, as you call it, was basically they had one screen, and then all of these other, uh, all these news stations were basically filming that one screen. It's not like they each had their own stream of this thing that they were putting out. They were all filming the same thing, which was a screen, which could have been done at any point, like long before this, uh, this occurred. And, uh, yeah, that's just, well, I mean, I think it's basically, uh, I like, I have some friends that are in, uh, like the art industry and are really big into like puppeteering, like professional puppeteering and things like that. And he, they were talking about, um, they were talking about, I, I would love to fucking interview them, but they were talking about how, uh, their teacher kind of like told them like, they were hired to do the whole set for the moon yeah. and how like the, the whole thing was just like the Zapruder film, basically like, yeah. uh, what's his name? I can't remember who, who fucking shot it. But, uh, anyways, 
It was it was totally fucking fake, man. And like, so I mean, they, you they could just models too. Those people will now admit it. They'll say something like, "Well, we had to have something to show because like the tape got taped over." You remember yeah. they said there's like one tape and it got taped over. Yeah, so. they lost the footage and they lost all the schematics for the uh, the lunar lander and their their reason for that. The, mankind's greatest accomplishment past anything obviously because we we can't do it now but this lunar this magical lunar lander we had the schematics for it and we don't have the technology anymore because we don't have the blueprints we don't have the blueprints because they were in this uh this facility and when that facility was asked why they didn't keep them they just threw them out why they didn't keep them they said oh it's because uh, we're not a library or a storage facility Well, you know who would really appreciate those? A museum, a library, or even a fucking storage facility. This is mankind's greatest accomplishment, and you just threw it out because you didn't have room for some papers? Uh, I'm not buying it. No, it's complete horseshit, man. And it's funny. Like, this is one that, like, my mom will get furious when I bring it up. Yeah. Uh, Because my my grandfather was an actual rocket scientist, and he... I'm trying to remember what fucking... What... Facility he worked at. It was in Southern California. Mm -hmm. And my mom actually had, like, because I would, you know, I tell her these things. My mom's actually pretty fucking red pilled. Like, she's pretty on board with most of the shit, which is great. Um, But when I was telling her about Project Paperclip and I was telling her about, like, the Nazis basically forming and starting NASA and how, you know, this shit, she was like, no. (laughs) She was like freaking out. And then I was telling her about the fucking moon landing. And then she was like, she was like, there's no way that the moon landing was fake. Verna von Braun came oh. to our classroom and told us about it. <laughs> she li- wow. like, she literally had Verna von Braun come to her class and talk to her about it. Wow. And I was like, hey, you remember Project Paperclip that I told you about, Mom? Yeah, Verna von Braun was a goddamn SS officer. Right. And I was like, and then like, I'm like shattering her childhood. Yep. As I- <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah, I went on somebody else's show that he was trying to say, like, he was trying to give me shit for the conspiracy stuff. He was like a huge skeptic and everything. And he was like going through some of the things and he was trying, he, he well, he said something to the effect of like, well, if so, don't you worry about like, something you say could inspire somebody to go out and cause harm to somebody else. Like all these, I'm not going to say they're made up, but made up shootings uh, or things that happen uh, as a result of Alex Jones, supposedly. And I'm like, no, because I could say the moon landing was fake and you like, we know how certain people are. Some people will hear that. And somehow their brain goes to, uh, we need to, kill the Jews or something like that is not my fault that a crazy person listened to me say that uh, the moon landing was fake. If that like somebody could listen to your show or his show or anybody's show and come to stupid outlandish conclusions that you didn't intend, you're not responsible for that. But he brought up or no, I, I said something about operation paperclip to him and I was just pointing out some of the, uh, the well-documented exposed declassified truth. And uh, I brought up operation paperclip and started explaining it. And he's like, Oh, is that like some? Is that a conspiracy theory that I haven't heard of? Or like he instantly got like skeptical, and he was like, "That that's obviously crazy." And I'm like, "It's on fucking Wikipedia. It has a Wikipedia entry. Like this is a real thing that happened in our history." And that's the thing is like, if you don't know anything at all about the moon landing, why do you have such a strong opinion about it? Like it, most people don't even yeah. know how many. Uh, how many individuals have walked on the moon? How many countries have been to the moon? If you told somebody just flat out, 
Um, did you know that uh, the United States are the only uh, only country that ever made it? Like, shouldn't that be enough to raise some red flags? Like, China and Russia, they were fighting against us. There was a space race. And after we got there, they were like, yeah, we're good. And for 50 years, nobody decided to send a man back. It just, like, when I was a kid, I thought... Didn't Russia claim to land on the moon? N- not people. I mean, people have put uh, okay. uh, robots and things on the moon. But to my knowledge, no. Uh, no other country has put, even claimed to put a man on the moon. But... um like going back to aliens a bit like when i was a kid i thought logically about aliens and came to the conclusion that they have to be real because if if we're just this speck on a speck in the middle of this vast nothing that wouldn't make any sense even as a as a believer in god and all that i i can't imagine that god didn't make something else out there uh, of interest but as i get older it's like that that logic that brought me to that conclusion once i realized that everything that went into that logical conclusion uh was bullshit <laughs> like well now i don't even think that we've gone to space much less there's other people floating around out there but uh i'm open to being proven wrong yeah no i feel you man and uh i go back and back to uh things like are we is this even fucking real i are we in a goddamn simulation i mean what like, is a simulation uh, if you think somebody created this everything that we see and they're kind of in control of it What's the difference between that and a simulation? Yeah. Yeah, for sure, man. Yeah. Yeah, who the fuck knows? Uh, I like to think that this, that we are on like some sort of fucking spiritual journey and that we are, uh, that this is like a place for us to fucking learn. Like we're, this is like a fucking school for us to, you know, and then every time we come back to the simulation to learn a little bit more, but who the fuck knows, man. So do you think, uh, do you go the reincarnation ish route? Well, I don't know if we're, if we're even awake right now. Sure. I feel like we're... yeah. <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> it doesn't matter if you die or get a game over, you know, the game just yeah, resets. Exactly. It's fine. So is that reincarnation just like, right. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. My, like, some of the stuff that I enjoy, you know, thought processing now, I would have been a heretic for thinking as a child, but uh, I think there's a reason for that, but I don't know. Like, if you think that it's just this plain and simple thing of you're a good person or you're a bad person, and if you're a good person, you get to go to heaven. If you're a bad person, you go to hell. Like, that's still very binary thinking that is, I don't know, like the the idea of hell in general Christians fucking love hell, but I, I have a hard time wrapping my brain around me being a more merciful individual than whoever created my brain. But um, yeah, I think there is a possibility in my mind that uh, we we get other chances, other tries until we actually figure out what the point of this is. And uh, most of us are just living like like even a lot of Christians. I'll give Christian shit like most of you are living as though you don't believe in hell and you don't believe that uh your friend will go to hell if they don't do X and Y that you have established in your brain. Otherwise, you would that would be the only thing that you're talking about or thinking about is the fact that your best friend is going to burn forever in a lake of fire. It seems uh, I, I don't think anybody really is buying it. And I don't think that everybody just gets to go do, I, I don't know, go play their harp on a cloud after they die, wh- whether they did right or wrong. I don't think... Uh, 
I don't think Joe Biden and Adolf Hitler and Donald Trump are going to the same place as, uh, I don't know, as Mother Teresa might be a bad example. But yeah, I, I don't know. I, I think that uh, there's stages probably of enlightenment. And uh, I think that there's value in probably all the scriptures of all the different religions to some degree. But I don't think that just the Bible says it. So I believe it. And that settles it because uh, I don't know. I, Got well, dudes keep writing this thing and rewriting this thing over and over again, and they can say that it's the same and it always has been, but it's not because they changed the language entirely. And there are words that existed in that language that don't exist in our language, so you can't say that it's just this infallible word of God that uh, gets everybody into the pearly gates. Well, you sound like a goddamn heretic. I am. I am. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, I know. And I'm not saying any of these things definitively. It's just as my thought as I grow in my thoughts you know, process and progress over the years. I'm just like, it's just, it's especially Western Christianity. It's so box dichotomy thinking that it seems hard to believe that, uh, that my brain that was created by God can't, can't understand any of his ways at this point, (laughs) like why anything is the way it is. If what, if what the Western Christians are saying is true, then I feel like if I get, to heaven i'm gonna have a whole lot of god's gonna have some explaining to do and that's a it's kind of a, an asshole way to say it but yeah I, I don't know so i guess the way that i try to live my life is i try to be as christ-like as i possibly can and so i try to take the examples of christ sure and i try to be uh and it, to me that is what so i sometimes I don't even call myself a Christian as much as I just call myself a Christ follower. Yeah, same. Um, and what, what I see is, and so like, I don't even think you necessarily have to be a Christian or have to be even a part of a religion to be a Christ follower. You know what I mean? And I think that there's a lot of people that are not Christians that are closer to Christ followers than, uh, most Christians. Sure. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, um, and so that is just my personal philosophy. Uh, I mean, I see Christ sitting down with hookers, whores, you know, homeless, you know, whoever. And like, I'm not saying that the early church were communists, but kind of, you know, and uh, there's a weird aspect to that. And like, that also scares libertarians. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And and it, dude, and I honestly have no fucking problem with communes or this, that, and the other, or people that want to be a voluntary, uh, like socialist society. Like that all sounds fine to me the keyword voluntary has to be in there, yep. you know? Yeah. My wife and um, I thought about joining a, a commune at one point. Cause we were like, uh, did you ever go to cornerstone festival? The big Christian music no, festival. What's that? It's like all the Christian metal bands and stuff that would play. Uh, it was really big for uh, up until about six or seven years ago. Um, but they had Jesus people USA, which is up and based up in Chicago. And we know fr- we have friends who, who lived there for a time, but they basically do uh, anarcho-communism. It, it, they just have like this, basically a, a hotel building and everybody has a room and they all have their part to play and they're in this together to change the world in their own way. I think that's awesome and noble if, if they're doing it right. I don't know what goes on behind yeah. the scenes, but if you're doing it successfully, I certainly don't have any issue with that. Um, but on a grand scale, it, it that was apart. really big in the sixties. No, I mean, that was awesome. My, my mom was like, uh, was like part of that. They call themselves the Jesus freaks and yeah. they were just like, you know, groups of like 
young hippie teens that like found Jesus yeah. and they were just like radical, basically like commie weirdos. Sure. And it was great, man. And, and there's nothing wrong with that, actually. I mean, I, I kind of fucking dig that. Yeah. No, there's lots of like Christian intentional communities and I've definitely considered, you know, maybe even building one, you know, I mean, cause I, I, I start trying to think about solutions and this is this whole new, like uh post anarchist or post libertarian uh, thoughts too. Like, I don't know how much you've kind of dealt, uh, delved into that. Like, uh, like I've been talking to a lot of pretty interesting folks. Right. Um, and it's basically, we're at kind of like a precipice, like the libertarian movement. And it's kind of like, what way libertarian man? Right. You know, are we, are we going to be agorists? You know, are we going to do everything under the table? We're going to barter, make our own weird little communities. Are we going to, you know, so say, fuck your vaccine passport because, you know, I'm going to grow my own food Mm -hmm. or do we think the LPMC is going to save us? Um, uh, Or are we going to go like post anarchist and post uh, libertarian and, and kind of that's also tied into the agorism thing too. Um, And like sort of what I see is like, I, I dude, okay. My listeners are going to fucking kill me. I bring this up probably too many times, okay. but are, have you seen, uh, there's a Netflix documentary called wild country. Are you familiar wild, with that? Wild country. Yeah. Yeah. Wild, wild country. No, I haven't seen it, but I was listening to your last episode this morning. Um, and it's very, very simulation, uh, synchronicity shit going on here because a couple weeks ago, I was looking for something completely unrelated to this Osho guy, and it, this video just randomly popped up, and I watched a little bit of it, and I really liked uh, a bit that he had to say, so I used it in my episode. And then for you, like, I had never heard of this guy before, never heard of the series, didn't know anything about him, and then you brought it up on your last episode. So very strange yeah. synchronicity, but uh, no, I don't know all that much, other than he was like a this weird cult leader Indian guy. Yeah, exactly. And I just feel like if libertarians could work together, and I know that's hard to do because we're all fucking autistic snowflakes, yes. and it's hard it's hard <laughs> to get us to all fucking participate. Yes. Uh, but uh, goddamn, man, if we could just fucking do it, like, we could even start our own goddamn religion. We could get a 501c3. Sure. We could be the Church of Libertas, and the ultimate goal is you know, is personal freedom and liberty. And that is our religious belief. And we could just like buy, like we could pull together buy a big old chunk of Montana or big old chunk of, you know, or Texas or, or Idaho. I I really like Idaho a lot. Idaho's fucking great. And then just start our own fucking businesses, start selling things. And it's all tax exempt because we're a fucking religion. And, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, I this is yeah, this is something we should probably be. Yes, this is something we should probably be starting. We definitely need so. more uh, <laughs> collaboration and cooperation amongst people. Like the division amongst the Libertarian Party is almost synonymous with the division amongst, like, say, churches or even conspiracy people. So it's funny. Like, my show is uh, about conspiracy. Like, our main topics are conspiracies, politics, and religion. All the most uncomfortable things for a lot of people. And uh, the more this has gone on, like this show, the more I dig into things, I'm like, they're all just the same fucking thing. And libertarians need to let down their preconceived notions about things and start working alongside people that 
they agree with enough on. Like, you don't have to believe the moon landing is fake or that there's a, a space wizard in order for you to agree that government's doing it wrong. Like, that's all we really have to agree on. I, I agree with you. Like, where is it going with this? Yeah, we, we need we need more stuff like that. And we've got like uh, John Bush uh, does the Freedom Cells Network where it's yeah. like this massive network and they uh, they have little like five to eight people in different areas that have different resources that they pull together. Like they, they trade and barter and do the, I guess, agorism type route. Um, more yep. stuff like that. And yep. if we could, uh, I guess, centralize it, which is the problem, uh, centralize it to, uh, you know, buying up some land and starting our own cult. It doesn't like you're just joining the cult of, being against the cult of the omnipotent state, I suppose. Yeah. And uh, in that, if you want, like, you can have your own thoughts on religion and your own thoughts on conspiracies. You can ignore everything that's happening around you in, in those capacities and just be there for the politics. But uh, I'm telling you, they're all the same damn thing. And if, uh, like Dave Smith keeps pointing out, like, if, if you're not, men were created, men and women were created to worship something. And if you're not worshiping, a god or a creator or something out there if you don't believe that there's something higher than yourself then you're either worshiping the state as your religion which we've seen uh in spades over the last two years especially um or you're worshiping yourself and um i, I think that uh, that's the problem with statism and atheism is uh they're religions in their own right you're either worshiping yourself or you're worshiping the next step up or there are those of us that think that there's something above that uh that is worth worshiping as well so yeah, I don't know if that had anything to do with what you just said, but it's a good rant. <laughs> yeah, great rant. And it, I think it had everything to do with that. And um, yeah, I don't know, man. And I, I see the LPMC. I like all of those guys. I don't know exactly what we're going to accomplish through the LPMC, but I wish them luck. Yeah. And, uh, I'm here for the ride. I don't know, man. If it falls on its face, like I, I think they're going to accomplish something and that something might just be waking a few more people up to the idea i fully 100 percent support even that endeavor if that is the only outcome that is fine with me um because whatever we can do i i'm in support of it i don't think and i don't even think they think it's the end all be all like we're going to completely change the world to be ancaps because we had a a, a fraction of the small like the smallest of the three parties is one way of looking at it instead of the third biggest um yeah we're pretty we're pretty small. Everything is pretty small compared to the world at large. And if you're not living this stuff out in your day-to-day life, like if you're just going along with the trends and going along with what the media is saying or wearing your masks, I suppose, then you're a part of the problem. And uh, we need to be pushing against that because the, the, the people at large don't have to agree that uh, Ron Paul is the savior or that Dave Smith is going to, change something all they have to believe is that that giant monolith thing that runs your life it doesn't have to like it, it at least could do it less and these things are terrible that they're doing like oh that that's kind of the great thing with uh, the QAnon stuff is that it woke some people up to the fact that not everything that you see on tv is true um and even if they're going in the wrong direction at least they're kind of thinking for themselves a little bit and that if that gets them into the door of digging into I don't know, libertarianism or um, other conspiracy stuff that uh, broadens their horizons, then great. Great, but uh, yeah, stop being cucks. That's good. 
seven cups. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just I'm I'm so sad about some of those Q folks, man. Uh, like, because yeah. it just seems like all it's really done is like had them go down this like journey of mental illness, man. Sure. I'm, I'm seeing some of them just like like God damn, right? And that's why I try to hold all the conspiracy stuff like hold it at arm's length and be smart about it. Like just because you believe somebody like just because uh, somebody led you to a certain theory and now you, you like that doesn't mean that they're not misleading you somewhere else, whether intentionally or accidentally, there are people out there who are uh, controlled opposition, which I'm not convinced entirely that Alex Jones isn't, uh, but people that will give you bits of truth and then sprinkle sneaky little uh, lies on top of it to uh, keep you from uh, understanding what is true. So, Holding everything at arm's length, I think, is the most healthy way to do it. And uh, that goes for even politics and your religion and everything. Because like I said at the beginning of this, like, you're, you, you don't know everything. You're not, a, you're not the smartest person. And even the smartest person doesn't know certain things. Um, I, I bet Stephen Hawking didn't know all that much about water skiing. But that doesn't. But just because he doesn't know how to water ski doesn't mean that uh, there isn't validity to the existence of water skiing or whatever. Maybe a bad example. But... Like, there's always going to be somebody who's, who knows more about a certain topic than you, even if they're a dumbass in every other way. So be humble and listen to other people and uh, explore why they think the way they do and have conversations. That's what my show is all about. Well, there. Apparently, Stephen Hawkins was getting some ass on the side. So, I mean, he wasn't so... Uh, How does that work? He knew some of that. <laughs> I, I don't and, know. Who Did his dick work? I don't work? know. I didn't. <laughs> I, I mean, how does he do anything? He couldn't move his arms, and he could, he couldn't move his mouth. So, what part does he play in that? <laughs> it's just like, uh, can he feel things? Though, I wonder if he can feel. Things. I don't know. So maybe it's like an inflatable it, maybe it doll that feels good, inflated for... and flopped over a chair. Yeah, <laughs> maybe it still feels good if he has somebody like play with his little limp noodle or something. I, I don't uh, know. I don't want to think too hard about that one. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, power is what better. Uh, example of power being a, a you know a motivator for people or money or whatever because for anybody <laughs> to agree to fillet uh, Stephen Hawking probably takes a you know they they were getting paid in one way or another <laughs> <laughs> or he had their family hostage or something <laughs> that's that's also probably true in Minecraft uh, Minecraft. <laughs> Well, goddamn, man, this was fun. Agreed. Uh, I would love to have you on again at one point, and uh, we'll figure that out. It'll probably be six months again before we can get our schedules sure, to sure. line back up. But uh, Yeah, no worries. Once This was a lot of fun, Once man. you get fired from your job for not getting uh, vaccinated, then uh, you should have all the time in the world. Yeah, then I got all the time in the world. <laughs> yeah. Well, thanks a lot, brother. Do you want to give any final plugs? Uh, just the same, just, uh, the system is down TV. Um, you can find all my links to all, all of that stuff. I also do music and things that you can find out there. I do music under spots and the Don retreat and got a couple bands and I run my own business under goulash films and goulash media that does all the, um, the ads. I did the ads for the Jorgensen Cohen campaign. I did the ads for the Vermin Supreme campaign and now I'm doing stuff for Mises caucus and Dave Smith. So Lots of my, my hands in a lot of pots that are a lot of fun. And um, yeah, that, that's about it. Systemsdown.tv and follow me on Twitter at TSIDpod. But uh, thank you so much for having me, man. This was uh, it's fun. It's always great to have people who are, you know, 
normally when I talk about conspiracy stuff, it's like I I'm having to drag people along with me. Like now, let's go back like 20 years to where you know we started thinking about the moon landing and then like baby steps along the way so we end up getting up to like maybe 9-11 isn't exactly what they say and they it never gets any deeper than that because you gotta you gotta bring people up to speed and meet them where they're at so it's always refreshing to have somebody who's you know done a little bit of digging themselves and has a little bit of understanding and we can go a little deeper hell yeah man this was a blast thank you very much dan absolutely thank you all right later brother